Father, we bless you. We acknowledge you. Take all the glory, all the honor and adoration. We partner with your spirit tonight. Hallelujah. You can have your seat in God's presence. Well, we're looking at the book of Romans chapter 8 last week. For whom he did, um, for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate them he also called and whom he called them he justified and whom he justified them he also glorified. Amen. Amen. And so the emphasis last week was around how we carry uh, where's um, uh, where's Adura? Is Adura in church? I can't see Adura. Alright. So we were looking at the fact that there is there is a predestination, amen, amen, about our lives. There is, um, there is a thought concerning us that preceded creation. Are we together? There is a what? There is a thought about us that what? That precedes creation. That... Um, Our creation is not the beginning of our story. Uh, Creation is a tool. Are we together here? It's a tool for the execution of our true story. Meaning that there had been a story before before creation. Yeah? And uh, the reason for creation is to bring to pass eh? the story concerning us. Glory be to God. And so that's God's agenda for us. And And the hope is that we're able to, the hope that we have is that we're able to, uh, to encounter, are my friends here? We're able to encounter the story. Eh? Why, why was I created? Now, why you were created is not just what you will hear with your ears. It's, it's a making. It's an impartation. It's not like a story that is told in English. It's a possibility that is woven into your spirit, man. Are we together here? Um, the lion never had a meeting with God. Are we together with me? You will never see a lion. No, lions don't have a date where they will meet with God and God will tell the lion, I need you to know you are a lion, so don't allow monkey chase you. Now, <laughs> now, the lion will not have that kind of encounter with God. But what makes a lion a lion is woven in the lion. And um, after a while, the lion will feel like killing people, eh? like biting things and then it won't have the desire to run. Hmm? 
The lion will see other big animals. It will just feel like strolling. Are we together here? It won't have the desire to run. Why? Because it's not just, it was not, um, it didn't become a lion via education. It was not education that made the lion a lion. You know, you can be a psychologist and you're a fool. Am I correct? You can, you can be a doctor and um, you, you take things that arm you. Am I correct? There are doctors who smoke Igbo. Yes. In fact, there are medical students who use Igbo to read. Now, the guy will analyze to you what Igbo can do to his lungs, but you see that the medicine is entering his brain, but his soul remains the same. The brain and the soul are two different things. You can know something in your brain. Are you with me? But your mind is different. Are my friends here? Are you here, people? So the point I'm making is that when we talk predestination that God has ordained for you, it's not something you write in a sheet of paper. It is something God works inside your soul. And um, after a while, it is impossible for you to behave less of it. Are you together with me? Now, one of the reasons why it is not important for you to die now, it's not very important. Death is not an advantage currently. It's because we are not doing anything much that will make the earth say we came from God. So your death right now is a waste to your existence. Are you together? Okay. Because you are wondering what this man say. Check Check Romans 8.16. Let's start for, from 18. 18 and, let's do 18 and 19. Now, for I consider that the, that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall what? Wear in us. So there is a glory that is meant to be inside you. And um, it's not yet manifesting as it should, right? According to the scripture. Now, let's read 19. Four. Huh? For now, there is a reason for that glory. The reason for that glory is attached to what to the annexed expectation of what of creation. They are eagerly wait for the word revealing of whose sons God's sons. So, creation must see us manifest something that will there will be without doubt that God sent us. Are you together with me now? That's why you can't die now because you are not here doing much. People are still doubting whether you are from God. In fact, some of you, even your family members, see that. Not even creation now. Even <laughs> there are some of you here in church. People, they are still not sure whether you came to church. They are still, are you sure? And you are like trying to do self video call and say, I'm in the presence of God. <laughs> I say, I show your pastor. Let's see the pastor preaching. So even at home, the manifestation is very little. Now, for Jesus, it was not like that. You remember he went to the wedding. The mother said, whatever he tells you to do, do. Why? He had manifestation at home. That was why his mother could, his mother was bold to, to, to tell them whatever he tells you to do, to do. And that was when he was able to turn water to wine because of the salt, the, the, the sand he turned to salt at home. And the stone he must have turned to meat. Because what confidence made his mother say, it's not as if he has a brewery or what are they calling it. It's not as if the guy has a business, wine business. The mother just believes that this guy can do stuff. 
because a lot of things finished at home. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I got saved. I think I told you the story before. I got saved. And um, a few months after I got saved, I went through a lot of persecution. I was in a Muslim home. A lot. A lot of beatings. And so one of the days I was at home, my elder brother was encountered with a demon-possessed person. Now, the person who used to mentor me in Islam now encountered somebody who was fully demon-possessed and was manifesting. I told you the story before. And then um, the guy was going to beat the hell out of him, the demon-possessed person. And so, and I just came from a trip with an evangelist who taught me how to make demons run. <laughs> and so I began to, I began to, I began to call fire, 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 and stuff. And when I got in, there was a time the demon-possessed person went to bring a bottle. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It was a serious thing. And was charging at us. Now, this is my other brother. I call him daddy because he was the one that trained, raised me. He ran to my back. Now, I was, I was 16 years old. He ran to my back and said, And I just said, in the name of Jesus, let there be fire in that bottle. And he began to shake. Bah, you know, and I did all those drama. Now, he went to my mother and began to cry and apologized for all the beatings. And then he told me that if they tell me Kunle would turn, take this old block of flats and put it in his pocket, he said, I believe. Now, that's a little manifestation in my womb. Sent from who? Sent from God. Are my friends here? Yes. So, the Bible says that the, 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 the earnest expectation of the creation is waiting for what? The manifestations of what? Of the sons of God. Now, you can't do this by, 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 by Agiji. Huh? You can't go and jump on, uh, on this thing and say you are a son of God. Are we preaching here? Yes. You can't jump on it and say you are a son of God. Maybe you just want to find out. if You, you remember the one that wanted to be a son of God that went to the zoo? Huh? <laughs> I went to the zoo to interact with the lions and um, the lions were grateful for me. <laughs> Free meal. I just pray it goes to heaven because it will be double jeopardy. <laughs> but if it goes to heaven, I believe that people will not really greet him in heaven. Because he didn't do well. Now you can't force manifestation. Huh? You can't force manifestation. You can't tempt God. You know, that was what Satan brought to Jesus and told him to jump down to, to prove that he's a son. He said, because the Bible says that he will keep his angels charged over you. That's if you dash, if you do mistake. I was talking to a friend of mine and I told him that, do you know that more people die of accidents in Nigeria than America? Huh? More. Now, we know Satan is in charge of deaths, right? But how come he's able to keep more in Nigeria? Huh? Bad road. So you need to help Satan. Yeah, that's why the Bible says you should not give room to the enemy. You don't give room. We have more babies dying during childbirth here than there. Satan killed all of them. But why is he killing more here? Because poor health care. So demons need our fully. Are we together here? And that's one of the important, listen to this, 
That's one of the important role of the gift of administration. Without the gift of administration, there will be demonic infestation in all your activities. You, you'll be giving testimonies of how, how you wanted to do something, the fuel just suddenly, the gen just suddenly, the gen just pack up that guy. Satan was afraid of that meeting. Now, what happened to that gen is that you did not service it. <laughs> if you had serviced it, are you together with me? You will know that it's not Satan. Huh? I'm telling you, some of you who notice that whenever you want to do something, there's a, a, always tough time. Check yourself. What? How do I plan? You see, when, when you don't plan, you invite demons. Yes, sir. When you don't, even ordinary to go out, if you don't choose your clothes early, you think maybe it's just to pick clothes. You'll find that you'll be late. You will now be rushing. It will not look as if you love God. No, you are not rushing because you love God. You are rushing because you didn't plan. Yes. Yes, sir. Never you take planning and administration for granted. Especially spiritual people. Don't think... Listen, part of the gift of the Spirit is the gift of administration. It's an anointing. Never you joke with planning. If you joke with planning, you are really planning. And it's, you are planning for devils. But the point for today is the continuation of last week and um, is that the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealing or the manifestation. I like the word manifestation. The manifestation of what? Of the sons of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So, I remember last week I was talking to you about predestination, right? Does anybody want to give me a, a recap of it? Anybody giving me a recap? Hmm? Or you have forgotten, you have forgotten all the, you have forgotten everything, have you? Amen. Amen. So predestination. And I remember the point I was trying to make is that I will just trust God for, for an avalanche of grace and his glory and his power, even as we interact. The point I was trying to make is that our lives ought to carry force. The force of what? Of destiny. That was what I termed the conversation. Our lives ought to carry what? Force. There ought to be a weight that your life carries. There ought to be an aroma. Huh? An aroma that you are sent from God. There ought to be that way. There ought to be that witness of the Spirit. The, the totality of your life ought to carry that reality that is beyond human explanation. Are we together, friends? And um, if we keep engaging the Lord as we ought to, this dimension of life will be the testimony that, you know, the testimony of our life. So in this scripture that I read, Romans 8, 
18 and 19. In 19, we saw, give me 18 and 19 together. We see that the earnest of creation. Now, now imagine how, how massive creation is. Creation is massive. There are different aspects to creation. There is the tangible aspect of creation. In fact, there is a lot of tangible aspects of creation that we don't even have, we don't even have engagement with. But we begin to look at the, the, uni, the, the, the totality of the universe. Now, it's saying that even that level of creation is waiting for the manifestations of what? Of the sons of God. Now, there are also the levels of creation around the invincible dimensions of creation that is still creation. We're also talking about creation in the levels of institution. Marriage is a creation, right? There are institutions that is creation. When you talk economy and all of that, it's creation. Satan didn't make anything. He just perverts what has been made. Are we together here? So the Bible says that in every... In anything you can imagine or anything that exists, there is there's a player that the earth is waiting for. And that player, their name is Sons of God. Are we together here? So, creation is not optimal currently. Are we together here? Creation is not, what, it's not optimal. It's not functioning optimally as we are speaking now. The whole of creation. Now, the creation will not function optimally until the real players come. Are we here? And that's why we make a fool of ourselves if we want to copy and paste what we met on ground. Are you together with me? And if we are not bold enough to engage things by the spirit within. That sometimes... We are so carried away, we think we have to do things the way we met it. And many times the spirit within begins to inspire us differently, you see, but we're not bold enough. Now, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. Yeah, by reading, yeah, for creation was subjected to futility, not willfully, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of what of the sons of God. So as the sons of God are stepping into sonship, oh my goodness, are you getting this point? So what's God saying? God is saying that. Come, brother. God is saying that as anything God has put in your hands, anything God has put in your custody, God is saying that as you are coming into fullness, sonship, perfection, as that is happening to you, whatever in your hands is also being purified. So, so God doesn't give you the purified form of things. He purifies you and the thing gets purified through you. So, so we'll be delivered from corruption into our own liberty. 
Are we together here? Yes. So, so there, are, there are liberties that creation is entering just because you are entering your own liberty. Are my friends here? Yes. As you enter your own liberty, creation is entering liberty. Praise God. Praise God. There there is there is a there there are liberties you are entering that is bringing purity to the marital institution. Are you together with me? It's just changing it. There are liberties that you are entering that is purifying economy. Am I, are we preaching here? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are liberties you are entering that is purifying economy, purifying, purifying marriage, purifying child raising. Are we, are we friends here? Yes, sir. Purifying stuff just because you are entering your own liberty. And everything around you is being purified because you are being purified. Glory be to God. So you see that nothing gets better because of an external influence. Eh? The government will make nothing better. Oh my goodness. (laughs) The government will make nothing better. The the creation is not waiting (laughs) for the glorious liberty of of government. Now, all see, all politics, all politics is is evil. It just has different shades. There is the shade of African politics. Yeah. The American politics is not better than, than, than African politics. It's just that they have different evil, different manifestation of evil. Now, some of you hate this country, but until you leave this country, you will love it. Yeah. I'm telling you the truth. You think I'm joking? When you, when you leave this country, you, you see, some of you despise the ability to greet your neighbor. And to play with your neighbor and say, I just came to rest. <laughs> After a while, you will understand the value of that to your, to, to, to your sanity. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. After a while, you will, you will find out why few of us are checking into psychiatric homes. Yeah, in this nation. And it looks like there's more problem here, but few of us are checking into psychiatric homes. Now, check the children that are now going, running mad and committing suicide. They are the ones who want to pattern their life according to that culture. Check it. Check it. Young, young children feel like dying. Yeah, because they want to behave Western. Yeah. I tell you, it's just a different shape or different, different face of evil. There is no politics that is better than another politics. One, steal money. That's where we are in Nigeria. And that's low class evil. Yeah. Yeah. There's another politics that steals identity. 
Another politics is going for your children. Yeah. There's another politics. What they are, what they are planning to do is for you to burn boy and they, and they are telling you you don't know what you burn. <laughs> you say a bomb boy. They say this is no boy. You say it's boy. You say no, it's not boy. Let him decide who he is. <laughs> now, now when he goes to school, they will tell him you, you, you do, when you grow, you will know who you are. And suddenly the boy will just say, I think I'm a girl. I think I'm a girl. Yeah. yeah. Now you don't know what that means. Now that's that's more evil than stealing one billion. It's more evil than stealing one billion. The man stealing in your country just wants to harass. He needs to steal to just harass. Are you with me? He just wants to harass and fly private jet. He's just, you see, he's evil. He's personally demonized. He doesn't really care about, he doesn't want to hurt you. He doesn't know he's hurting you. Because he knows that even you, when you get to where he is, That's why I don't understand the rationale behind a young, a young person to lead our nation. It, it has no meaning. Who told you that that sense has anything to do with age or goodness? <laughs> no correlation. Are we here, friends? So, the government has no ability to bring liberty to creation. Can I talk to you here? In the book of Matthew chapter 6, Jesus taught us his own idea of economy. He says that the, the birds do not spin. They don't do anything. They are taken care of. He, talk, he spoke about the lily of the valley. And he spoke about many things. And he said how some, some plant is even better dressed than, than Solomon in all his glory and all of that. And then he says, take no thought eh? of what you would. All right. No, go back. Go back. Let's, let's start from there. Quickly. I feel it's going to be a great time tonight in the name of Jesus. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. No, no, let's start from maybe 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor what your body, about your body, what you will put on. It's not life more than food and body more than clothing. Now, when you look at, go, stay there. Now, when you look at this scripture, when you look at this scripture that you are seeing here, if you break this scripture, it cannot be well with you. This particular scripture. Now, there are some, this, the way the, the economy of some nations are arranged, it is arranged against this scripture. You see, one of the countries where this scripture is working is Nigeria. You know, I will, I, will, I will calm you down. You will get what I'm saying. You know, even if you are a poor person in this country, 
the chances that you will not eat, you might not eat what you want to eat, but it will flow. Now, you know how a lot of us went to school? Do you know how a lot of us went to university? You just go, say, ah, not the apple. My guy's day. My, my guy's day. Then there are some special angels littered around the campuses. Eh? Mothers taking care of some strange children. Are you with me? I was on a call with somebody some days ago. And then he was talking to me. He said he just, he just wants to talk. He just needs somebody to talk to. He said, I just want gist. And I knew what was happening. His brain was already <laughs> going nuts. He's out of the country. He said, I just want to gist. It was just gisting. My brain was paining me. I was not. <laughs> I was not in the mood. But I understood what was happening. He said, "He just wants to gist." And he began to rant. He said, "Now all of us day here. Now he's not saved. He's a normal guy. So all of us day here. All my guys, we all day. If I we know far from ourselves, all of us day here. He said, "But we don't even see." <laughs> He said, we know the fish see. He said, I call my guy, more we'll see. He said, in the next 10 Friday. <laughs> he said, my best friend is staying 20 minutes away from me. He said, but since we have been here, we have seen just twice. He said, because you are counting time. You are using time to relate with pounds. So, boy, 50 pounds. 50 pounds, don't go like that. 50 pounds. He says, and you cannot afford to lose your job. You can lose your job today, and you are not sure if you will have a home to sleep the next month. Yeah, because everything is regimented. Yeah. There are some of us who are complaining we don't have a job for one and a half years. <laughs> and some people have the guts to plan wedding. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have the liver. They are still breaking up. So I can't marry you. I can't marry you. Yeah, yeah you can see, they are still breaking up. Now, now, I'm not saying what is here is good. I'm just saying it's another shade of evil. Don't, you see, don't be a spiritual person. Don't be an illiterate. Don't, don't, don't see a skyscraper as heaven. When you see skyscraper, don't say it is well. Don't don't say tide road and say and say it is where. It's still not where. There is a there, there is contention for the soul. Now, what shall it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? It means that the soul is one soul is more superior than the highest civilization you'd ever see. Yes, so wherever you are, wherever you go, make sure you possess your soul. That's my point. That's my point. Here is not better than there. Here is not better than there, and there is not better than here. Where is the best is the will of God. I said, where is the best is where? The will of God. It's the will of God. 
It's the will of God. If you make, if you make plenty naira, you can convert it and send to your friends. Yeah. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. Are you together with me? Yes, the will of God. Listen, there is too much that you carry. That you can you should not you should not equate the value of your life to where you are living. You should be the value. And wherever the Lord wills to plant you, glory be to Jesus. I said wherever the Lord wills to plant you, glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. In fact, peace for us is our guide. In what peace? That's what guides us. That's how we know what's right and what's wrong. In what peace? You know, if, if, if Esau had used in what peace, he wouldn't have lost his glorious position. He used his current economic condition and he made a blunder. He said, what is, he said, what is this best right to me, seeing that I die of hunger? Now, that's just afternoon food. <laughs> just miss afternoon food. The guy said, what's the better seeing that I die of hunger? You see, sometimes we over-exaggerate our problems. Yes. People have it worse, and you are not better than them. But that's not the point. Our point is still Romans chapter 8, verse 18 and 19. We're going to read it down. And we're going to trust God to, to inspire us afresh. Amen. I said to inspire us afresh. Amen. I said to inspire us afresh. Amen. Now, I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of what? Of creation eagerly waits. Now, for the what? For the revealing of the sons of God. Yes? For the creation was subjected to fertility, not willfully, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Yeah? Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into what? The glorious liberty of the children of God. So, creation itself is waiting for our liberty. Creation, the whole of creation. So you are the value. Are you with me? Yes, I said you are the value. Yes, I said you are the value. Yes, now, the challenge is that a lot of you look for what will make you valuable. Wow. But you are the value. Yeah? yeah? Read. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with bad pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray. We do not know what we should pray. How I wish you could come here. Now, this statement is not true for many of us. And the reason it's not true is that we are living illegally. 
We always know what we should pray. Almost all of us. So it means that we're leading a strange life. God, how come you know what you should pray? Now, you know what you should pray is that you are living a life that is cut off from predestination. That's why you know what you should pray. A lot of you, you know what you should pray. You know what you need. Say, I need money. I need job. You know what we should pray. Now, there is a level of fellowship where you don't know what you should pray. Prayer is delivered to you. The spirit brings to you what you should pray. Yeah. Now, I was teaching you the other time. I said, how do you break into this destiny? I was going to mention for the first thing is that I said, huh? I said, you break into it through what? Intimacy. Now, is this intimacy? It is prayer that is determined by what? By the spirit himself. Now, if your prayer is going to be determined by the spirit, it's because your life has been surrendered to the spirit. That's when your prayer can be determined by the spirit. Are we together here? Are we together here? I was about making a decision in my life, and somebody asked me, you know, such an unplanned conversation. And I said, wow, this is a very serious decision. And I said, but I believe you trust God that it will work out fine. And when the person said that, it dawned on me I was not trusting God. I said, I said, I said trust God will work out fine. I said, I don't know what that means. Working out fine is not even a big deal to me. Is that it's the will of God. I've not even thought of whether it will work out fine or not. How do you define, is it me that will define what's fine and what's not fine? However it works out, it works out. What is important is that he's the one that says I should go there. You know, sometimes we think, sometimes we are so better than God in our mind that we know what it means that, what it means for something to work fine. So you are saying, God, I trust you. It will work fine. Now what you are working fine is that there will be money. Everything will go well. I trust you, Lord. As I'm following, like, like we are so careful as if God is about to make a mess of our lives and we are begging him that I trust you. I beg. I beg. <laughs> like, like you have sense. He doesn't have, he has power, but not much sense. And so let him use his power to just, <laughs> like you don't have power, but you have sense. He, he has power, but you can't say he doesn't have sense. So God, just use your power and let it go like this. Let it walk. I trust you. <laughs> A lot of us are like that. Say, God, I trust you. Usually when you say, God, I trust you, I say, God, don't mess this up. <laughs> no, no, that's not trust. That's not trust. That's not trust. A lot of what we call trust, how we, how we trust God is to go check, check up on him several times to find out if he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I just make it, all right, all right. <laughs> you are worthy. <laughs> you check again. You are worthy, you are worthy. And then when you check, at this as card, you say, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, there's nothing you cannot do. You see, we know he has power. We, we, we don't doubt his power. But you see, we don't trust his will. It's his, it's his will we have an issue with. Not necessarily his power. There's absolutely nobody who doubts God's power. But many times we doubt his will. You see? And then, and then when, because we doubt his will, we interrupt his doings. Yeah, we interrupt it. We interrupt it many times because we doubt, we, we doubt his will. Are we together, friend? 
So, the writer of this beautiful um, um, chapter tells us that we do not know what we should pray as what? As we are. He said, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. Now, many theologians have explained this in different ways, and we don't have to go back and forth. We will just say what everybody agrees on. What we agree on is that the Spirit, you see, um, should dominate our engagements with God. The Spirit should be the one that lead our prayers. The Spirit, the Spirit, listen, the you, you have not been introduced in this beautiful holy, um, holy, holy movie, H-O-L-Y. You don't have a role as a script writer. It is one role that God did not give anyone. Are we together here? The script has been written by the Lord himself. Are you with me? And um, you would have a bad day, you see, on a, what do you guys call it? You have a bad day at what? On set, if you are trying to interrupt the script, just get the script, you see, and do what? Execute it. Execute the script. Now, when you execute the script, what will happen is that you are going to see the glory of God. Yes. I said you are going to see the glory of God. Yes. I said you are going to see the glory of God. Yes. You see, one of the greatest phenomena I see is the, is the, is the Bible, for example. Those guys were just doing church, and they never knew that God was going to canonize this. And now we have a Bible. You know, imagine if what we are saying here, we turn to Bible. That's what you have as Bible. And those, those days, as a Muslim, what, what, used, what we used to say, you know, is that the Quran was given by an angel. You see? And then, with, and then the Muslims would make you feel like it's so accurate. Now, the only challenge with that is that you had the Bible before you had the Quran. You see, and the stories in the Bible were first, stories were first written in the Bible, and the Quran has a lot of those stories. Now, you don't need to be specially brilliant that if anyone is wrong, it will be the one that came after. Now, the angel didn't copy well. The angel messed up in copying. Say, an angel gave Muhammad. Now, the angel didn't copy well. If the angel had copied well, he should have written the stories exactly the way they are in the Bible. But that's not even the point. Are you with me? The point I'm trying to make is that man is so valuable in the plans of God that God is willing to cause glory to come out of us. And if glory comes out of us, it will, it will count as the word of God. You don't get the point. You just living your life and allowing God work in you, it will count as the what? As the word of God. Isn't that powerful? So powerful. Are you with me, friends? And that gives us faith that whatever happened in Bible days can happen any day. Am I not correct? Because they were, they were living life and they got here. Now, if we live it also, we'll get here. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. We'll, we'll pick Romans 
you see, and then we'll pick our own lives and find the same things. We'll pick Abraham and then pick, pick in the freaky. It will be the same story. Aside from the 99 year old stuff. <laughs> but the same principles at work. Can you give God praise in the house? Come on. Can we give him praise? Let's give him praise. Wow. Glory to God. Listen, let me say this to you. God is never afraid to pick you up from anywhere you are, either naturally, age-wise, spiritually. He's never afraid of where you are right now. Because if he successfully picks you from wherever you are and makes you what he has ordained you to be, you become a prototype. Because you are never the only one in your situation. Mm. Never. You are never the only one in your situation. So no matter where you are, in the eye of God, you are market. You are a huge opportunity for God. You are, you are market. You are like, wow, God is, God is looking at you and looking at everyone that is like you. Both in your generation and the generations to come. Everyone that will stand where you stand. Are you together with me? And God is saying, if I can do it with you, then you can be a prototype and then you can be a real-time uh, description of what I can do. And people will believe it. You know, there is a frame you are that will make some kind of people believe the Lord. Yes. You, carry, you carry a peculiar frame that God has ordained. Are you with me, friends? Yes, sir. There is an excitement I have in my spirit tonight. I tell you the truth. And it's the excitement of your progress. It's the excitement of your spiritual metamorphosis into the glorious destiny that God has ordained for you. I, there is a spiritual excitement that I carry, and I know it's about you, that God is bringing you from glory to glory. I tell you the truth. Friends, I say it's from glory to glory. I said it's from glory to glory. Especially for those of you who are here and who people have thought nothing great can come out of. You know, there's somebody in the house today you just, a major business, you lost it in the house right now. The word of knowledge just came to me now. You lost a major business and it's a shameful thing. Like you are ashamed of yourself. And people are like ashamed of you. But thus said the Lord, if you allow me, I'm going to pick you up from that dunghill that you are in. And I'm going to wash you. I'll, I'll put you up there and I'll take you back. And then you are going to shine eventually. Amen. going to shine eventually. You lost a business and um, the Lord, I would have asked you to come but for the sake of public stuff, I wouldn't ask you. But if you want me to pray for you, but it's not necessary, I don't have to pray for you after the service. If you just follow the Lord, the Lord will do it. But you lost a business and um, you are frustrated. You're like, you are done. And God likes it. He says, you might be done, but I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm just about to start with you. I'm excited tonight. 
The Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. Yeah, friends, let's read. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints. And what is it? According to the will of God. Makes intercession. So, the prayer point of the Holy Spirit is not inched on how you are feeling. The Holy Spirit does not get your feelings and go and pray. It doesn't search your feelings. It searches the will of God. The Spirit searches the will of God. So, if you worship your feelings, you are in trouble. You see, because your feelings can be a lie and they are usually a lie. Now, the will of God is true. And that's why many times we pray in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because we are most accurate when we pray in the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost, it cares, but it's not that kind of care. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? It cares, but not that kind of care. You know, there is a care that a powerless person has that is useless to you. I told you about when I was caring for Pastor D when she was sick. She had a huge migraine. I had to rush her to the hospital. Then we're still dating. Amen. Amen. We're dating. Then. Yeah. Because some of you like to spiritualize words. I say, no, Christians don't date. <laughs> Whatever you call it, you do the right thing. <laughs> it's just word. It's just, I don't, I don't count those words as deep. You know, I know what I mean by dating. It might not mean what people mean, but it's more fun to say we're dating than we're espoused to each other. It will start to sound like KJV. So, so we're dating, you know. And what I mean by that is we're, we're together to marry. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all is in my head. And she had a migraine and I was rubbing her head, you know, at the, at the doctor's office, I was rubbing her. And she was really, in fact, there was a time she passed out. It was serious. She had this attack of migraines those days, you know. But when I came into her life, I checked it out. So those days, she used to have serious migraines. And I was patting her head, and she was really crying and, you know, going through pain. And the doctor, and the doctor, the doctor looked at me. And I was asking questions. And he looked at me while he was asking that question. He said, so as you're rubbing it like that, the headache is reducing a bit. Like I, I, I was caring for her, but I didn't have power. I don't know how to take out the migraine because I'm not a doctor. Now, the Holy Ghost is not some weak person caring for you and just joining you in the pity party. He's the powerful God. Listen to this. He knows how to turn you, where to turn you. He knows how to solve the problem. So when he's praying for you, he's not just feeling for you. He's praying the will of God. He's praying the will of God. He's saying the exact things, ministering the exact things to you. Boy, go ahead and do this. If you do this, everything is going to turn around. It's going to change. If you just follow him, you end in glory. Hallelujah. Not some weak spirit 
They'll say, oh, I feel for you. Oh, I feel for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's powerful. And he searches the wheel. He says, what's the will of God in this situation? And that's why you need to get used to do things you don't feel like doing. Yes. Listen, you need to get used to doing what you don't. Stop. Stop. Don't be a weak person. Always doing what you feel like doing. You say what you feel like saying. You do what you feel like doing. You just worship your feelings every time. You, you, always, you and God will be like this. And when you and God are like this, you and Satan will be like this. Your departure from God is your closeness to Satan. You say what you feel. You do what you feel. You feel. You believe what you feel. I'm here preaching to you today. So powerful, so, so powerful, so anointed. But this is the least anointed I've felt in a while. I don't feel anointed at all. Coming to church today, no feeling of anointing. And I didn't have to sing a song to wind me. Because I know that my anointing, I don't have to feel it. When I start, it will flow. Someone they say, come and preach. Yeah, no, I, I cannot preach to you. Pastor, me, I'm just a walk. Me, I'm just a member. Why you go take me come and see your Lord? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you think you are sounding spiritual. You are carnal. What about the fact that he walks in you but to will and to do of his great pleasure? What about that? Begin to say the truth. Begin to say the will of God. Praise God. Let, let, it, be, let it be hard for you to say you are poor. Let it be hard. You see, it's so, it's so easy for some people that they can't even joke. I don't know how you, how you are a believer and you joke, you joke about poverty. Say, Are you okay? You are all serious. You are not in partnership with heaven. Because if you are in partnership with heaven, you won't carelessly read, say things that is not in the contract. Imagine you build a contract with a complete, a contract that a complete is invested. That's ah, that's our business. Me, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine you are with an investor who has invested in your business. And then they say, oh, now you're about to be not sure. That's exactly how we deal with, relate with God. I said, man, he said, he go and kill me. And tomorrow you want to say that by his stripes you were healed. But today I said, he said, he go and kill me. I don't die. So, what's wrong with you? Are you really working with God? Are you in real business with heaven? If you are in real business with heaven, you will not say what's not in the, yes. in the contract. Yes. You say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. I feel this crazy headache, but I know it's going to go. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Some of you when, you, when you're at home, how you feel, everybody... Everybody waits for you to change your mood. You are, you are, you are, you are a serious fellow. Everybody waits for you. When you are in a mood like this. What's wrong with you? That's silly, you know. Sometimes we want to be by ourselves, but you can just communicate. 
You can just tell the people who love you and care for you and care about you and say, I need some time. I just want to be alone. I want to, I want to pray and think. I won't be. Yeah, you understand? Not just raking for everybody. Everybody does. And you know, later, two days later, sorry about two days. I was just in that my mood thing. That's a mood thing. It's just a mood thing, but demons have lashed onto it, and you have scattered the atmosphere for everybody. It's just a mood thing. It's a demonic thing. I said it's a demonic thing. You get up on your feet with a big smile on your face. You laugh. You smile. Are you with me? When you when when you have something troubling you, you talk. You talk. Learn to talk. And then you talk by the spirit. And what I mean by the spirit is not closing your eyes. What I mean by the spirit is that you say the right things. You say things God will not want to say to someone. You say things that won't bring somebody down. You say exactly what it is. Are you with me? I know. Why didn't you know? Didn't you notice? I don't. I don't, I don't notice. You talk. You said this thing that happened is making me feel this way, and I don't like what you did. And this what? Oh, yeah, then you talk. And, I say, and when you talk, and the person doesn't agree, you find you look for what both of you agree on. Yeah, you find another thing. You find another. This, this is what I feel. This is what, okay, we we think differently. No, Allah. Tomorrow we might we might agree. For now, let's. What, what are the things we agree on? Both of us like jollof rice. Let's, let's, let's focus. On. Yeah. Focus on jollof rice. Okay. Is it something fundamental? Something important? We have to agree before we move on. Okay. Both of us don't agree. Okay. Let's pray about it. Okay. We don't pray. Okay. Let's talk to somebody about. It. Who are we talking to? Okay. Let's call. Let's talk about person. If we talk to the person, whatever the person says, we agree. Yeah, we agree. And then you do. See how God is running this world. Effectively, crazy people in the world, but God is managing it very well. <laughs> the ones he needs to kill, he killed them. The one he will see with everything is working fine. Are my friends here? Are my friends here? I said, Are my friends here? I said, Are my friends here? So the scripture is priority for us because that the Holy Spirit is searching the wheel. Everything was the will of God for this man now. You see? And then he begins to pray that. Now, you need to join him there. You need to join him there. So when you're praying on the Holy Ghost, when you're praying on the Holy Ghost, what drops is the will of God. How did I know I'll be a preacher? By praying on the Holy Ghost. Each time I prayed on the Holy Ghost, I saw myself preaching. Each time I, since I was 16 years old, each time I prayed on the Holy Ghost, I saw myself preaching. And I began to align with it. I began to align with him. I didn't feel like doing anything. You see, because the Holy Spirit wasn't leading me in that direction. Yeah? I didn't feel like. Sometimes you pray in the Holy Ghost and you just know that you're meant to be a businessman. You just know. And then as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you just know where he's taking you to. And then you begin to trust that direction. Are you with me? It wouldn't matter where everybody's going. You just go that direction. Now he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. All right? We have... Ten moments. And we know that all things work together. Now, now, if you if you forget all those stories, and you now come here and you now start putting all things work together for your good, you are not in the will of you are you are wrong. 
It's not working together for your good. It's going to pepper you. It's going to pepper you. <laughs> and it's all the things are not working together for your good. You see, let's look at it. All things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to what? To his purpose. What's the number of a purpose? Will. So when you are in the will, nothing can go wrong. When you're in that will, nothing can go wrong. Whatever looks like going wrong is working together. It's part of the mix. Why? Why is that so? Because you're in the will. I said because you're in the wheel. Yes. You're in the wheel. I said you're in the wheel. Right? To walk because you are where? In, in the wheel. Praise God. Because it's the wheel. When you're in the wheel, then it will work for you. It will, be, it will work. It will end as good. And that's why we find the wheel. And then we stay there. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. If you're making soup, if you put salt in it, it will be good. Because the wheel is to make soup. Are you with me? Huh? If you put magi, it will be good. But if the wheel is to make tea, and you put the same magi in the tea, and say, all things work together, but it's not going to work together. <laughs> It's, it's, it's out of wheel. It will run your stomach. Because it's not what? The wheel. If you marry who God says you marry, say, all things work together. No, 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 it's not going to work together. It's going to hurt you. Yes. Are you with me? Yes, sir. If you go to the wrong country and God says don't go to the wrong, wrong, wrong country, it's not going to work together. It's going to work bad. They are going to ask God for mercy. And say, Lord, please, please help me. You're going to ask God for mercy, divine intervention. Then he will not reroute you. Now, if it's marriage, he will not reroute. He will reroute your soul. He will reroute the institution. You'll be, you'll be doing the routing from, in, from within. <laughs> you will learn how not to marry the wrong person from inside. You will, you will say, ah, the bad toy me one more From inside. <laughs> Are my friends here? Yes, Shout the wheel. the wheel. Come on, scream the wheel. The wheel. When you're in the wheel, you're fine. Yes, when you're in the wheel, you're fine. Look for that wheel. Every time. Look for that wheel. And it comes in intimacy. It comes in prayer. Every day, just say Marakadia. Then he begins to pour it inside you. He begins to pour it inside you. You know the beautiful thing about working with God? There is nobody who just goes to God in prayer that won't grow in God. What I mean is there's no special school for it. All of us got it from not knowing anything about it. It's so natural for you because it's inside you. Are you together with me? It's as natural as the way your child knows his parents. Your child just knows the parents. You know, you don't have to go to a school to teach you how to identify your father, how to identify your mother. You just know. It's natural. If you can just just spend more time with the Lord, you will know God. And that's only when you can know yourself. So you come into purpose and you come into destiny by seeing Jesus. By rubbing, you know, just intimacy. 
Listen, 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 listen. This thing that makes people feel that you are not close to God and then you have a great life is a lie. It's not possible. You can have money. You can have houses. But you are going to have shame. Because you are going to be different from how God designed you. You know, sometimes we have made intimacy like what those who are serious should have. You, you, you can't be a Christian if you are not intimate with yes. God. All of us should be intimate with God. It's not a pastor's thing. Yes. It's not a spiritual, spiritual thing. Yes. Those who are not intimate are on their way out of the faith. Yes. <laughs> there is no room for lack of intimacy. There is no, there is no place for that. We have to be intimate. Yes, are you together with me? So when you see a believer that is not intimate, it's not a normal thing. So, you know, eh, he's a believer, but he's not all this Jim Gio. <laughs> There's nothing called that. There's nothing called that. Because she's a Christian, but, you know. <laughs> and there's some of you like that. Yeah. How do I know? Sometimes I just need to see your picture. You see, intimacy can make you do some things. When you're intimate with Jesus, you can't do some things. Especially the ones you now even do and you are just proud of it. It means that the voice of Jesus is far from your heart. You see, you can't, you, you can't be intimate with your breast out. Breast outside and intimacy. No matter what you put in your bio, bio. You're God's favorite girl. <laughs> you are not. You are not God's favorite girl. God's favorite girl is Sarah. Mama Sarah is God's favorite girl, and her beauty was not in indecent dressing. We saw Mama Sarah. You're Deborah. Yeah, that's it. Not you. No, not you. Not you. I said I'm Rahab. No, you can't be Rahab. <laughs> Because the only part of Rahab that was documented in scripture for our less for her is her faith. It's not her prostitution. Her prostitution is not the model. Some things you won't do when you're intimate with Jesus. Things you can't do. I just check your music list. You're not intimate. Yeah. You're not intimate. You're, you're a liar. You're a deceiver. You're not intimate. The voice is far from you. The love of God, the Bible says, constrains us. Puts us on the wheel. There's a way you talk to your wife. I know you're not intimate. I tell your wife, you're a creature. You're not intimate. I will slap you. You're not intimate. You see, when you say that to your wife, the next thing you would do is you will repent with tears in your eyes. And you, you see, it's not even what you did to her. It's what you did to the spirit inside. And then you repent. It can't be a lifestyle. Are you with me? All right, let me allow you rest today. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. 
we pick it up another day. I love you guys. Cheers. Bye.